Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden Kibowitz. Ever since buying a digital camera, I can only think of its positive points. There aren't any negatives. Welcome to episode 86. My name is Scott Weinkiewicz, and I'm joined by my guest, Kylie Ann. Welcome, Kylie. I'm, uh, we've been trying to get you on, so I'm glad you're on. <laughs> yes, I'm so glad. Sorry it took so long, but I think this works out best for both of us, so it yeah. should be fun. Yeah, it does. Um, so Kylie started Kylie Ann Photography eight years ago and has since grown from a one-woman amateur show to a full associate team, which is Really, really fantastic. After a year of teaching intro to photography at a local technical college, she discovered that helping other ex uh, entrepreneurs create thriving businesses is what fires her up. She hosts a semi-annual Kylie Ann Sleepovers all over uh, the U.S., speaks at conferences and teaches online courses. courses. I can't speak today. <laughs> um, so... How do you like the new joke intro? I'm going to be toying around with doing these for this season, season four of the podcast. Uh, jokes like this, like the one you just heard, are quite cheesy. And I think that uh, when you talk about business and marketing and things like that, we need to lighten the mood with a good cheesy joke sometimes. So if... I want to hear what, what you, as listeners, think of the, the joke uh, introduction. And if you think we should stick with it, uh, if you have an idea for a joke, just tweet it at us, at Imagely, and I will uh, do my best to include it in one of the episodes. So, uh, Kylie, um, what is going on with you? Because, uh, well, we've, we've both been quite busy lately, so I'm, I want to know what's going on in your world. Well, while you are redoing your studio, my studio was getting finished. So I have been building a home the last year and we actually moved into it just this last month and I got to build a backyard studio. So it's just a little house. That's where I'm right now in my backyard and I shoot brands out here and I record podcasts out here and it's been so much fun. So you say it's a little house. Is it, um, literally a house or is it like one of those sheds that looks like a house that you, you it's know, you... not technically a house it, it's like a miniature version of my house though it has a bathroom it has electricity it has heating ac so it's i mean it's like kind of like a you know those like small airbnb it doesn't have a shower so i feel like it could okay. be an airbnb without a shower <laughs> you can always do an out an outdoor shower exactly you know? um so uh, you made it match your house, like siding, roofing, all that stuff. It all matches. It all matches, except for it's called the blush door studio. So the door is pink. My husband wouldn't let us paint the front door pink to match <laughs> it. So besides that, it's completely like an identical mini house of my, my first, my front house. So it's been That's fun. Great. So did you, um, put in, uh, any garage style doors to bring in big items or is it just normal door, you know, to, for people no, so we have really tall, I guess for the YouTube people, you can see this. We have really tall windows. Oh, yeah. Throughout the back. So it's like a whole wall of windows on that side. And then over here, it's just a big white wall, 13 feet, no outlets, which is the best because 
but we hate photoshopping outlets. So, and then I have a pink wall. I'm, if you can't tell, pink's kind of my color. So lots of pink going on in here. It's been good. Just to geek out on, on uh, you know, home studios a bit, uh, what did you do for your floor? Speaking of uh, water dropping on the floor. <laughs> yes, it's a light laminate, just like a light cream color, which is super nice because it's really good for flat lays, but then it's really light, so it doesn't like distract. I used to have a gray in my home studio, and so it was a little darker, so I, I like that it's like a light laminate. It's good. And I have car- or rugs all over, too. Good, good. Yeah. So when I, I uh, as everybody heard in the last episode of last season, of last season, uh, I had a flood in my home studio. So I had to redo my my uh, my entire home studio, the walls, the floor, got rid of carpet. And I now have a vinyl laminate that is gray. It's like sort of like that dirty gray. So oh, nice. In, it's beautiful. It You can't really tell when it's dirty unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of nice though, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, But uh, it has this texture. It feels like wood. It's it's, that's cool. It's it's fun. Yeah. So um, anyway. Okay. So today uh, we are going to be talking about something that uh, I think is going to be really interesting. Two different topics that I definitely want to get to. The first of which as a karate student, I'm very excited for this topic. Um, you booked Chuck Norris. Or shall I yeah, say, so... uh, Chuck Norris booked you because Chuck Norris does everything, right? Yes, so... yes. So this was probably one of the most surreal moments in my career. It's one of my favorite stories because it's one of those like, no, you didn't. Like, this is a joke. You know, it's like your joke in the beginning. Like, all the Chuck Norris jokes, the dad jokes, there's just a joke for everything. But, like, no, really, Chuck Norris booked me. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm excited to get into this, too, because I think it's a fun story, but also, like, good, like, life lesson on blogging. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's, let's get into it. Okay. So, um, I have been blogging, backstory, I've been blogging since 2013, three times a week. Now it's a little bit more regularly because when you start book or when you start blogging three times a week for six years, then you get busier and busier and busier. So now we're blogging five or seven times a week just to keep up with the content. Obviously I have a big team now, so we have to blog all that work. So when I started blogging, um, the goal was to boost my SEO. So that's why I chose a WordPress blog Mm -hmm. because WordPress, not only is it super customizable and easy to use, I mean, easy is kind of a relative term because I feel like probably a lot of people think it's the worst thing ever. But once you get used to it, it's the easiest thing to use. It's easy to customize. It's easy to change. But I wanted to use WordPress for the plugin SEO Yoast. It's like Mm -hmm. been the biggest help in learning SEO for me. So I started blogging. I started using SEO Yoast. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think it's Yoast SEO, but it's okay. okay. Yoast SEO. Okay. Okay. So Yoast SEO and, um, it was telling me like what I was doing right and what I was doing wrong for SEO. And that's kind of how I got into um, getting my name to the top of Google. So for those of you who don't know a lot about SEO, it's basically like getting your organ, like when people search organically on Google, they find you. So I started blogging three times a week in 2011 in January. And six months later, I had boosted to the number one spot for our local area. So fast forward a few years, Chuck Norris came to town, which was a big deal. Like people were lining up. Chuck Norris came to town and apparently had not booked, decided like, oh, last minute, we need a photographer to follow us on this tour. And I was actually 
in Salt Lake in the airport, leaving on a trip to California. And I get this text that's like, hey, Chuck Norris needs a photographer for day. Are you available? We found you on Google. And of course, I'm like, oh, shoot, do I get off this plane? Like, what do I do? And also instantly, I'm like, yeah, Chuck Norris definitely wants to book me. And my photographer next to me, she was actually there taking me to the airport, was like, that is definitely a scam. Like Chuck Norris doesn't. And I am like totally like, yeah, Chuck Norris wants to book me. What are you talking about? And she's like, this is a scam. You need to like not reply. And so I said, how fast can you get back to Logan? And she went and got in my minivan, drove as fast as she could. Cause she was supposed to be started working in an hour. And, um, she got there, ran, there was like a huge line. So she had to park like a mile away, run with her camera. And then she spent the rest of the day photographing Chuck Norris. So that's our story. <laughs> so, um, do you know, do you know what, um, blog content that he, that he or his team was looking at, uh, when they found you on Google and, and decided to call you or text you? Yeah. So it definitely wasn't romantic wedding photographer that he was looking at. Um, but I think <laughs> that, I think that he just searched Logan, Utah photographer. And since we had blogged so consistently with that keyword or similar keywords around there and kind of optimized our blog for the, that keyword, um, we were the first phone call and I don't think he really was looking for a specific style. Obviously that's the great thing about SEO is like, he's not really looking for a style or like the, you know, Chuck Norris photographer. He's not Googling, um, those kinds of things. He's Googling his location, which I think is awesome because if we can all get to the top of Google for our locations, the doors are open yep. for so many opportunities. Yeah. I, I don't know what the statistic is, uh, anymore. I used to know it a few years ago, but like it, it was like the first spot, it was like 60% more chances to, to get a click than the second, which was like 30%. And the, you know, so, um, if you can get the first spot, there's a, there's more chances for, for a lot more leads and a lot more clients, uh, and as you found out, even more notable clients like somebody like Chuck Norris, um, who, you know, you don't want to mess with Chuck Norris. So. <laughs> when he says get, when he says come do my photo, you know, come take my photos. You go take his photos. Right? Exactly. Like <laughs> even if you have to get off the plane, if that's your only option. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, so that's great. You know. Um, I, I, I kind of geek out on that a little bit because first photography, business, WordPress, but then martial arts. As a martial arts student, <laughs> somebody who actually has martial arts clients. Um, that's you know, awesome. Yeah, so that's 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 fun. Um, okay, so let's talk about uh, something that comes up a lot. Uh, I see it a lot in Corey Potter's uh, Fuel Your Photos group. People wanting to switch from WordPress or Squarespace to show it, or and you switched your website to show it, but your blog is on WordPress, and uh, I know why your blog is on WordPress because Show It doesn't offer a blog; they offer WordPress as the blog. But I want to hear from you uh, why you switched to Show It, what your main reasons were, and how that could be addressed on the WordPress side. Not to you know, convince you to come back to the WordPress, to the dark side, but um, more just to educate people who are thinking about the switch, you know, uh, do you really have to go through that process or can you, can you just do it with WordPress? So um, what was your main reasons for switching to show it? 
Okay, so there's a couple reasons. So first of all, if you've ever been to Show at United Conference, um, that is their main conference. I'm actually speaking at it this year on building an associate team, so that'll be fun. But um, the people at Show at United are just like really awesome, down-to-earth, amazing people. And when I go to this conference, you just kind of feel like a family, like everybody hugs. It's like a thing. And I'm not really a touchy person, but you just feel like you like have your family. So I went to this conference and learned about Show It. Um, and initially I had a show it website and a WordPress website years and years ago when I first was on show it, like in the beginning when they weren't combined. And I realized I gave up my show it site and I went solely to WordPress because it was more beneficial and having two websites wasn't really working because you don't need a website and a blog. You can do a website and a blog together. So I used WordPress solely for years and years and years and had a website. And then when show it combined with WordPress, I was like match made in heaven because I loved, I know you're going to explain that you can do this another (laughs) way, but I love that you can build a website with drag and drop Mm -hmm. like features, add in your fonts, all these things that were a little more complicated when I was trying to customize the theme. Like I got pretty good at like learning code, like little snippets of code and um stuff like that but when i wanted to like add a font it like just depended on the theme or if i wanted to move things around or make things full size each theme was different and i didn't know um how to like create something with drag and drop yeah Uh, so one of the advantages of the show it uh page builder is that it's it's a gridless system which is something that um as far as I'm aware of, only two page builders in on the WordPress side have this capability. Uh, there is, there are advantages to this: is that you're not limited to sort of a grid, which is basically columns. You're not you're not limited to to a bunch of columns. The disadvantage, though, is that photographers, uh, once they start messing around with a gridless system, they could they could potentially make their website look really bad. You know, you start. It, it's like it's like a photographer trying to make their marketing materials in Photoshop when they're they're good at photography when they suck at making marketing mm-hmm. they suck at graphic design you know so um, the same thing could happen if if you start uh, o- trying to overdo things when you're not 100 percent comfortable in a gridless system so uh, but with that said if you look at some of the gridless designs that is available for Show It from p- places like Tonic Site Shop. They're amazing. They're they're gorgeous, mm-hmm. uh, but again, it could be done in WordPress. So we'll, I'll get back to that. Uh, anything else before we uh, that you wanted to share about this? So then I also loved that I could build a blog site now with the new the new show it. You can build the blog site with your show it so you can make it all plug in which i loved that it you know integrated and then i also loved just yeah the templates and everything were so pretty through their show it store through tonic um through a lot of different designers and then i also love that um hold on my sister just went in the window it's making faces okay (laughs) she's dropping off her children okay okay let me think what was i saying uh you also like that oh yes um i also love that i can easily like add pages kind of like wordpress but i could add pages and copy the same design and just like restart a new page and um just i feel like duplicating things and copying and pasting things was so much easier as far as like the design side of things okay 
Um, so let's start in the beginning um, with, well, first of all, do you remember what theme and uh, you were, uh, that you were using when on WordPress side before you decided to switch to show it? Out of curiosity. So I used. Uh, there were three themes that I kind of three theme companies I rotated through. Angie mm-hmm. makes Blue Chick and Restored 360. I think is what yep. it was called. Yep. Um. So they're kind of like girly sites. If you've yep. ever looked at them, I like girly things. So yeah. that's like the places I could find stuff that matched that brand. Okay. Um. So. Uh. If I if if I recall correctly, none of those have a page builder option. Um, nope. Now, here's the th- funny, th- the fun thing with WordPress is WordPress now, now as of uh, I think it was right after Christmas, so right after December 2018, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so weird to think about that. We're already getting close to this again, but um, so so in December they came out with. What's called what the code name was was called Gutenberg. It's basically a brand new visual editor, and oh yeah, WordPress now has a page builder built in. Um, oh, it's a grid. It's a gridded system, but there are actually some extensions that uh, can actually make it gridless if you wanted it to be gridless. But um, you can actually do full page builder designs including with templates so that you could save and reuse them on other pages, uh, all built into WordPress. You could even do it without, without added plugins now, but you could add plugins That's to make crazy. it to enhance it. So if, this, if your conversion was you know, over a year ago, or, or less than a year ago, rather, you know, um, that alone, you could be doing what you're doing now, right? Um, just it's gridded versus gridless. But there's also a plugin that's a very popular uh, page builder plugin called Elementor. And mm. this plugin, which it's, uh, there's a bunch of different page builder plugins that have been popular over the years. Visual Composer, which uh, I'm not personally a fan of, but it's quite popular. Divi, which is probably the most popular page builder plugin available. Beaver Builder, which is uh, very very popular for developers, and then Elementor, which has uh, really overcome a lot of the others and is giant and is now being used by a lot of web designers. And Elementor added a gridless option into there. So oh, you wow. could either do it gridded or gridless. With uh, Basically, you would drop in an element. You drop in, let's say, a contact form, and you'd go into the settings, and you would just check off if you want it to be <clears throat> absolute positioning or basically free flow, like where you can put it where you want it. Um, so now, let's say for people thinking, okay, I want to go to show it because I have complete control over the design, where I want things to be. Uh, now, that, that, that option is there with WordPress, whether you do it with the built-in page builder that called the block editor, or you do it with something like Elementor. Um, so can you find themes specifically like for Elementor? that help you like with design aspects? Yeah, so Elementor has their own starter theme, just called, I think it's called Elementor Hello. And, but Elementor works with any theme that you want. Oh, uh, and they have, cool. um, they have a template system built in. So the free version has a bunch of templates and then the paid version gives you f- templates for like full site designs. So, wow. um, and then of course there's, there's people who just like, um, like Melissa Love, people who sell designs for Elementor, mm-hmm. for oh. 
other page builders, stuff like that. Um, wow. Yeah. So, and, and there's the ability that you could create a page and literally just copy paste or duplicate to another, um, another page, just like you can show it. One wow. thing that WordPress does not have, which WordPress does have WordCamps, these conferences, but they're not just for photographers. You know, they're, they're for anybody using WordPress from developers to designers to end users. Uh, whereas show it United, show it does have show it United. Um, so that is a big difference is the community is, is, um, not as tight as it uh, in the WordPress side because it's, it's so, so broad. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's a big advantage if you're a photographer who wants, um, that tight community built around your website and what your website does for you, then, you know, sh maybe show it is a direction to go versus WordPress. But if, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, of course. So does Elementor cost extra money like monthly or is it a one-time fee? So Elementor, there's a free version, which is actually very powerful for a free mm. plugin. And then there is a paid plugin that you can pay annually to get, and there's different levels of it, um, to get additional features and things like that. Uh, and it's not wow. expensive, actually. I think uh, I think it's like $100 a year or something like that. So it's not, not uh, too bad. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. Um, I will say that uh, at Imagely, we're also coming out with our own stuff, um, including a, an entire uh, turnkey photography website platform um, built around wow. uh, the block editor. So we're going to oh. have something uh, equally as easy and powerful as show it very soon. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, let's see if we could squeeze in uh this last topic that i wanted to um uh bring up and in the beginning of this discussion we talked about how chuck norris found you through your blogging um could you dive a little deeper into how uh how you how you got consistent and and what the strategy was and and um how you how you keep up with it? Like I used to be as consistent as you on my own personal photography site. Um, these days, it's it's becoming harder and harder. But um, I'm curious how how you wind up being able to do it, and you know the strategy besides just the SEO, which you talked about, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I think that the key to having great SEO and having um, it, the blog actually working for you is to be consistent. I think that if you blog like once a year or every six months, or like you blog one, like one month consistently, and then you drop off for six months, it's just not even really working for you as a tool because it's not doing what it needs to do to like push you to stop the Google and stuff like that. So I decided if I'm in a blog, it has to be consistent and I have to keep up with it. So in the beginning, when I started blogging, you know, six years ago, three times a week, I didn't have like a ton of content. So I kind of made a pattern for myself. I would do like an educational type post one day on like on Monday, on Wednesdays, I would do like a client feature. And then on Fridays, I do like a personal post. So I could get at least one client a week. And if I couldn't, I would go shoot like a neighbor or a friend so that I'm consistently showing up posting, you know, client photos. And then the education ones weren't necessarily photography, like for photographers, it was like what to wear for family pictures, what you expect when you go to your session, yeah, yeah. location guides, stuff like that. Because my, at that time, my market wasn't photographers. My market was 
clients and what do clients want? What can I add value to their sessions? So having that consistent calendar helped me kind of figure out content and then, um, you know, be able to keep up with that schedule. Cause if you're blogging clients three times a week, that gets hard, especially during the slower seasons or when you don't have enough content, but I think everyone can probably shoot one session a week. So I kept up with that. And now, um, my business has just like exploded from that, um, from SEO, from word of mouth, you know, once you grow like that, you just grow and grow and grow and you don't stop growing. So now I actually don't do it all by myself. So every photographer that shoots the session has to write the blog post. They have to write what the session was about and stuff. And then we have actually a member of our team that does all the collages, all the SEO, all the scheduling of the blog. And then she writes like the bright tips and the wedding tips and all those things for our brides. So I think once you get to a point where you're, you've, you know, blogged so much that it's working, you keep it up by outsourcing it. Right. Yeah. That's good to do. Uh, you know, there when I originally started this this podcast, uh, I guess by the time that this episode airs, it's going to be about four years at this point. Um, my co-host was Rachel, who owned Photoscribe, uh, and that's what she did. She she was a a basically a ghostwriter for photographers, uh, oh, cool. which the company got acquired by Shoot on Edit, um, so uh, it oh. still exists. Um, cool. So. I completely agree that that's uh, a great strategy. Uh, the you've got sort of this filler content, which is the you know the this was this session and this was this wedding and you know it's stuff that the the pretty stuff that everybody's going to see, and then you have the more strategic stuff, which is the how tos and the you know what to wear and how to style and that stuff. Um, that is the stuff that's going to get you the leads more than the mm-hmm. filler the filler stuff the filler is this there to fill so and um, it's evergreen content so yeah. stuff that i blogged six years ago is still floating around pinterest i can reshare yep. it with clients i can send in emails it's just like so valuable whereas that yep. client stuff it goes away after a week and yep. you just post new clients so yeah it's been yeah. it's been great in fact a strategy to to potentially i don't know if you do this uh now but it's something to consider is um SEO-wise, you can actually edit the content that you posted five years ago and um, just modernize it a little bit, whether it's mm-hmm. you know adding some new photos, changing some text, adding a new style, whatever, and then just change the date to now. And that is going to just help it go back up a little bit on Google because now Google's going to think it's new mm-hmm. and Google likes seeing new content. Um, even though you're not changing the URL, you're not, you know, yeah. anything, it's just going to make it look fresh, not only to the people looking at it, but to the mm-hmm. search engine. So, yes. Um, yeah. Um, and repinning it. Repinning it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's something you, with WordPress, uh, by the way, and a plugin called WP to Buffer Pro. Uh, make sure I put this in the show notes. Um, you can uh, actually automate that completely. You can automate resharing oh, your content uh, through cool. Buffer to your social media, um, which is which is a really nice thing. Um, so there's some, you know one thing you can't do and show it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's um, really neat. yeah. Plugins are powerful. There's you know uh, mm-hmm. you know so um, okay. Anything that you want to uh, share before we close up the show? 
Um, I don't think so. Just I learned a lot about things. I mean, I know WordPress. I think there's a plugin for any everything. I'm like, oh, I yeah. wish there was this. I search for it and can find it. So I think, I guess my tip would be, if you think WordPress is missing a feature, either ask Scott or <laughs> yeah. search the plugin store and yeah. you will find it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can join the WordPress photography uh, Facebook group that I started and ask there. Uh, there's a whole community. There's over 2,000 people, uh, photographers, that want to help other photographers do more with WordPress. Um, so if anybody does have questions like that, you could email me direct. You can comment on this uh, podcast episode. You can join the Facebook group, and uh, you'll get an answer. That is for sure. Uh, so I want to thank you, Kylie, for joining today. Uh, it's been it's been a nice conversation. I uh, was really looking forward to this one, so I'm glad we got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, that was super fun. So maybe if you uh, get back to your blogging, Chuck Norris will be in your town next. Yeah, yeah. Actually, so um, as a just as a side note related to that, one of my big martial arts clients is actually a very big name in 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 karate, just not like a movie star. Uh, but um, he actually is. Um, there's a there's a form of karate called Goju-ryu, which was uh, Chinese and it's actually started in Okinawa was was uh, brought to China and then uh, a a guy from it was in the U.S. military named Peter Urban. He went to China and he studied this. He was actually in China for the military. He studied. Um, Gojuru, and then he came to the United States, started his own school, and my client, who is now, I think he's in his mid-70s, um, wow. who still teaches, he was one of Peter Urban's first students. So the school that oh, I wow. attend, that I learn from, that I also photograph for, um, is four degrees from the original Okinawan style. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So yep. you know some some uh, martial arts royalty already. <laughs> yeah, the, but but it's the guys that you don't. It's it, you know it's the guy you don't see. But um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's on my website. Go to scottwine.com and just search for karate. That's You'll awesome. see there's a whole bunch of content with him uh, and some of the other um, karate guys. So uh, you can find the show notes uh, and where to find Kylie and to uh, subscribe. <laughs> All the places you can subscribe at imagery.com slash podcast slash 86. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. So until next time. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast.